Hey you, you multifaceted being. My name is Jennifer Larkin and I'm the host of the Attracting Abundance podcast. I am a multi-business owner of a sustainable online boutique, a social media management business, and I'm a full-time fashion model. I have a lot going on and most of us do. So follow along this podcast to learn all about business hacks, all about sustainability, and really just anything that comes to mind because all of us are very multifaceted, like I said. Thanks for being here. This episode is brought to you by Me Time or hashtag have a moment for yourself. It is a morning routine kit. It's so amazing. I use it every single day. I'm obsessed with the eucalyptus oil. They also have a affirmations deck, a journal, and then a curated Spotify playlist. You can use code Jennifer for 20% off and I will also leave the link in the show notes. Hey guys, welcome back to the Attracting Abundance podcast. This is episode 39. As I always say, if this is your first time, hi guys, my name's Jenny. If this is not your first time, welcome back. Thank you guys so much for being here. Today we're going to be talking about basically like how I got into my businesses, like why and how I started them. I am probably going to make this a pretty long episode just because like there's so much to touch on and I got asked three specific questions on TikTok and I was like writing in my notes how I wanted to answer it and I was like, this is pretty long. So it's probably gonna be pretty long, but I actually just like honestly do not think I'm gonna be able to get to an episode on Thursday this week. So it might just be like great. So if you wanna like split like half of it today, half of it Thursday, whatever you wanna do, however you listen to podcasts, whatever. I always say like sometimes I don't listen to podcasts all week and then other times like I'm driving for hours and then I listen to like seven in a row so (laughs) I don't really think it matters but we'll see if I get to one I don't know I just like honestly I've been so busy and I will be getting fully into this with the whole business thing but I haven't been the best with batching podcasts you know content and stuff because when I first was like starting and then got home back to the states I was doing like four episodes a week like kind of maybe like two on Monday, two on Wednesday, something like that. And I've just been really busy. So I haven't really been doing that. Like today is Monday, this should go out tomorrow. So again, this is like the probably 10th time I've said this, but it's really so easy to have a podcast. Like you, it's your business, you make the rules, like do whatever you want. And that's really what I'm gonna be getting into today. So let's just get into the three good things, give you a little life update, and then we'll get right into the questions. So number one, worked out this morning super proud of myself went out last night or I guess during the day for like a birthday barbecue and I was just like having the Monday scaries today so I was just like I need to get to the gym just like get some endorphins and then like get this day started and shower and everything so I feel so much better I was having like such anxiety this morning and I was just like I need to like deal with this so anyways going to the next one is that I had a fun social weekend um just like good week last week led into like a nice like date night with Alex we went out and then Saturday was just like a nice day went on a walk to Valley Forge and then Sunday had like a new friend's birthday barbecue like I just said she's a friend of a really good friend of mine so um that was nice it's nice to just be meeting new friends and I feel like I'm thinking of that quote where it's like you haven't met some of like the most important people in your life yet And I think it's so cool because I feel like for a long time I was in like a really dark place where I didn't know if I would have a good group of friends and I was always like kind of jealous of other people who had really good friend groups or like quote really good friend groups or bigger friend groups or anything like that. So now I've gotten older, I mean, I don't see all my friends all the time, but I feel like I have a good like solid group of friends that when we do see each other, it's really nice and we kind of just like pick up where we left off. And honestly, I think that's just kind of how adult friendships are. Like, you know, we all have a lot going on in our lives and I have to manage, you know, all these businesses coming back to that. And then also like myself and my mental health and, you know, like eating well, working out and, you know, just being happy and resting. And also like I have a long-term partner and, you know, my family and everything. So everybody has so much going on. It's not like you're just hanging out with the same person every day. Like maybe you were in high school or college or something like that. So anyways, the weather has been amazing. I'm so happy about it. I'm such like a summer baby. Like I love being in the sun and I like saw one of my videos like somebody liked one of my videos from like a long time ago on TikTok today and I was like oh my god I was so tan in that like I can't wait to be like just sun-kissed this summer I like I always feel so much happier when I'm like in the sun all the time and you know of course wearing SPF like always I think I may have really honed that in in my like acne podcast that I talked about so anyways 
life update. Last week had a really great casting. It was like a denim casting. If you guys want to watch my vlog for that, I always put like if I go to a casting in New York, I make a little vlog. I did that on TikTok and they always do really well. So I'm going to keep doing them and it's just fun. And it was for, like I said, it was for a denim casting. It went super well and not going to hone into this because this could be a total other modeling episode. But usually if you go to a casting, especially if you're there with like a, a couple other models or something, like it's not just you meeting them you kind of can get a gauge of like if it went well or not like i think i i had i made a whole tiktok about this that actually kind of like went viral <laughs> about how i had like a bad experience at a casting where it was like a cattle call and i showed up and it was like so obvious that they didn't like pick you because you like walk up and then they're like oh okay thanks bye but then you can see that there's like five other girls like back getting the makeup tested on them because they're like quote going to the next round or whatever so anyways like that definitely happens to me sometimes but this time I was lucky and they liked me and they put me in like three outfits and we took like a bunch of photos to like you know see how it was kind of like vibing with me and the clothes and whatever so I'm really hopeful I'm super super hopeful I'm very excited I honestly have a, I've worked with Abercrombie and Fitch that's probably like the closest to like a denim company that I've worked with so that's exciting anyways that's a ramble I went and got lunch with my friend which was super fun I just like something about New York City like honestly I miss living there sometimes but I honestly think I almost have a better time now because it's like more magical when I go there for just like a day or a weekend and it's like just living in a suburb you just don't see the sort of fashion like the diversity you see in a city and it was just like I don't know I was loving it I was like I miss this it's sunny out and we went to Jacksoy Frida which gives like very European vibes and the outside has like you know the little tables that you see in like Paris and stuff and people are out like drinking their lattes and espressos and stuff like that so it's like loving this and then I have a casting tomorrow actually for anthropology and if you guys have been following me for a while you know I've worked with anthropology before which is in based in Philadelphia which I'm now like back based in Philadelphia so I hope that goes well. I haven't worked with them in a really long time. So I'm like hopeful that I can maybe get back in there because it's kind of funny. Like now I live in Philadelphia and I like haven't worked for them, but I used to live in New York and was working with them. So it's like, what's going on? But that's just kind of how it works. Um, so yeah, going city, getting lunch with my friend again, trying to like, I don't know. I've been kind of like bummed out because I'm like, I never see my New York friends and I'm like, I miss them. I love them. I don't want to grow apart from people. And that's kind of going back to what I was saying is like, it's not really a huge deal because it's like we all love each other. We Like if we meet up, it's still like, you know, we have just saw each other. It doesn't really matter, but it's like, I get kind of bummed out sometimes that I don't see like all my friends because I'm here and they're there. And sometimes it's hard to get there. It's expensive, whatever. And then Wednesday, I'm going to Atlantic City, weirdly enough, for a job with Hard Rock Cafe, which is like so random, <laughs> but I'm super excited. It's for my Philly agency. They've been getting me like a bunch of work. Literally, they booked me like three jobs in like a week last week. I'm like, amazing. And then I have another job. It's like a beauty job with them coming up like in the end of June. And then my little sister turns 21 on Thursday, which is so freaking weird to me. Like, it's not because she feels older to me because like we have such a big age gap. So it's like she's always felt older to me, you know, in my more like adult life. But it's like, oh my God, my baby sister's turning 21. Like, holy shit. So that's cool. We're going to like brunch and dinner and like, you know, we'll figure something out. Like we're getting mimosas, whatever. Um, and then Ava's been doing really well. I've like been briefly talking about that, but like that's what I'm getting into in this episode. So we'll dive right into that. So yeah, life is pretty good. I can't really complain. So let's just dive right into it. Uh, so like I kind of briefly said, I made a TikTok with the trend of like, if you guys have seen it where it like loops and you like turn your head and somebody like says something and like you like come back. I don't know, everyone's kind of interpreting it in their own way, but I did it and I did like me looking for it and I was like, you'll know, someone like quoted and said like, you'll never be more than a model. And then I like look and it loops back and it says like, then I launched three businesses. And of course, like guys, TikTok, like video content, it's very fast. It's like you, it's like clickbait. You need to have like, it needs to grab your attention. And so, of course, it's not like I'm going to have this whole ramble of, like, explaining it to a T because, like, then nobody would watch it. So it was really just for clickbait, and it did do exactly that. Like, people were like, oh, my God, like, explain how you did this and all this stuff. So I got a couple questions, and I'm so happy, like, as I'm growing, like, people are actually asking me questions because, like, that's the whole goal. And, like, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but, like, I've always heard of, like, if you actually want to be a content creator, you basically have to ask act like from the beginning that you're already at the place of like people are asking you questions and they're curious about what you're doing and that's kind of how you like bring that in you know so I'm super happy it's actually starting to happen like here and there 
So um, yeah, these are the three questions that I got. I'm just gonna like list the questions and then I'll go in like individually and answer the questions. So the first one was, what major steps I took in all my businesses to ensure their success? how I'm managing the businesses, and why did I decide to pursue three instead of focusing on one, which are such good questions. Um, and I'm sure like more questions will come up. I'm sure I'll think of new questions to answer or just clarify whatever in future episodes and maybe make them like shorter if it's like just based on one question or something like that. So as always, you know, you can DM me, but I did just start opening like a Google form, which is in like my newsletter. I do it on like I link it in the show notes of all my episodes recently of a Google forum where you guys can like inquire for advice and questions and stuff like that. So that's like so completely free. Like just if you have any questions and want clarification, anything like that, that's probably the best place to do it so that I can keep it like really organized. Um, And yeah, that kind of goes into like my, you know, description of how I like kind of manage things and stuff. So I'll get into that later. But I just want to clarify because I think at least in the past, like when I wasn't doing, having a business or having businesses yet, when people say, it's kind of like you say, oh, I work in finance, I work in marketing. You're like, well, what does that mean? And it's, it sounds like cooler than it maybe actually is. So of course this is all cool. I mean, it's definitely really hard to start a business. It's definitely like, I think it's fascinating for most people because it's not like the norm, but I just want to clarify like what I like what the businesses are because I technically have like four or five businesses, but it sounds a lot cooler than it is because number one is my modeling. So I have an escort for my modeling business, which is under Jennifer Larkin Limited. And then under that business, I have like my design and consultation business, which I actually run as Jennifer Larkin Limited. It's just all the social channel, like the platforms are Jennifer Larkin Design like my website you know domain and url and all that sort of stuff and then i do content creation which is like basically modeling but like not and content creation is like basically my whole life honestly and then i have ava and then i have a podcast so it's technically five but i promise like it's not as like crazy as you might think because they're all like really intertwined So to clarify with Ava, um, because the first question was what major steps I took to ensure their success. So for Ava, I got the LLC in 2019. So I bought that LLC in 2019. That was basically the first year of my modeling career. I didn't actually end up launching that business until 2020 due to like perfectionism and just like total shiny object syndrome. Like I just, I wasn't sure of like my ideal audience, my ideal client avatar, like the branding I wanted, the colors, the logo, like I knew nothing. Like all I knew is like, I wanted to start this business. I had heard you got to get the LLC. So I got the LLC like way before I even launched it, which in hindsight was very expensive, but it's like, I secured the LLC, it's fine. And then because it was like basically a full year from like, getting the LLC to launching, I had tons and tons of time to do like market research, see what other companies were selling, see what type of people were buying that sort of stuff. And then I've talked about this a couple times, but I'm not sure if I've talked about it here because this is like something that I think really helped me was the fact that with modeling, you almost never work with the same people. Like sometimes you do if you have like a consistent client, but usually you don't. So I basically am saying the same things over and over again because you know, you're working with a makeup artist or you're working with a photographer. The questions asked are like, well, how'd you start modeling? Like, what are you passionate about? Like, tell me about this and this. And it's like, I'm basically repeating the same thing over and over again. So during this like year, I basically was like trying to start Ava So people would be like, you know, something would come up and then it'd be like, oh yeah, I'm trying to launch this business. And they'd be like, oh, tell me some more about it. So I basically just like was working on my elevator pitch for like an entire year and just talking about the business idea and just like really clarifying like what I was even doing. So it really helped me see like what was my why behind it and all of this sort of stuff. So obviously my career is not the norm. So like to take this into like maybe a more realistic situation is like 
just try and talk about this as much as possible because and obviously I made a TikTok about this of like you know my caffeine with Jenny series about like talking to people about your ideas and your passions because like you never know who you'll meet like of course like be mindful like if you're talking about it too much like maybe chill (laughs) but like talking it out or even just journaling voice memoing to yourself like that stuff is so helpful and also like get on TikTok like literally like talk to people about the idea and like get people's opinions and like iron out the details there's so many ways to do that and with like out having this you know very unique situation that I had but basically what happened from me doing that is that Everybody I met had a different piece of advice, like whether it was something super minuscule to something like massive, like that is basically like I would not have probably started without those people, at least at this point in my life, like in 2020, because I didn't know so many things. And like the major thing that happened for me was I was working with this stylist that was working at this company that I had worked with a lot. And she had told me like, hey, do you, I've actually heard about this like wholesale site. Like, have you heard of it? And I was like, no, I've never heard of it. And I, I'm pretty sure I've said this to you guys before, but I'm just going to repeat it that like, I, you know, had basically been reaching out to all these like companies and I was like, hey, are you, do you wholesale? Do you wholesale? And they were like, oh, well, we need to see like the products you sell on your site before we offer that. And like, I was like, well, that's how I'm trying to find products. So Like, how am I going to get past this? And then she was like, oh, do you know about this wholesale site? And I was like, I looked it up and it was like so easy to get approved. And that is literally where I got all my first product was because of that. So that was just so important to me. But anyways, then the next thing I did was in 2019, pretty much at the same time as Ava, I got an LLC for another business called Sweet Talk with my partner. And again, it was like probably almost more like two years because it was like COVID happened. I was working for his business at the time, which is Fine Line Supply Co., which I'll talk about later in terms of Ava. And I basically just got to a point where I was like, I'm not modeling. I'm like, I have really nothing to do. Like, I want to put all my effort into Ava. Like, I don't really want to like work around your schedule and like what you want to do. And we were just kind of like conflicting on like what we wanted the business to look like, which is obviously so important. And I was like, I'm just not willing to like sacrifice our relationship for like us having rifts with this. So I basically was like, you take the business and you launch it yourself. So he ended up doing that himself like a year later and I've just been working on Ava. So like that's just a part of the story. So I wanted to add that in there. And then I already kind of said, but I have the escort for my modeling business because that is a business. I mean, that's like my main business and all my money passes through that escort. And then I house like the design and consulting under that and um, all the social handles, like I said. And then I also have the podcast, like I said, but I'm currently like not monetizing that. But obviously like it is a business. There's a lot of work behind it. And eventually, like, just being transparent, like, I don't know about the money side of, like, should I house it under Jennifer Larkin Limited or should I just, like, take it in as, like, personal money? Like, I actually don't know how that works. And, like, that's why I have an accountant. So, transparently, like, I'm still learning very much. And I just, like, wanted to bring up a little bit of, like, money and how it's definitely, like, still very confusing to me and not intuitive. Like, I think out of most of the people I know, I'm, like, the person that people go to for money advice and I'm still learning because we're not taught this stuff. Like we, I took like a finance class in high school and like all I basically took away from that is that you should like be investing and getting compound interest like as soon as possible. So like everything else like tax wise, especially with like how many like entities I have, it's like definitely very confusing and complicated. Like I'm actually dealing with like a pretty awful tax situation right now because of like COVID and having to move and not knowing that I had to fill out this specific form that I was moving and now I have like all these fees that are have occurred like incurred or accrued whatever the word is um so yeah I'm still learning and I I the only reason I really know about money and like taxes and all these things is because I have these businesses and I've you know I've made mistakes I've had to ask questions I've had two accountants so far like I asked my dad specific questions that are basically prompted by my accountant like it's really hard to know if you don't know what questions to ask. And I just think like, I am currently in this course by I Love Creatives and it's called like the finance, like friends finance course or something like that. And I'm super excited to dive into it because it's just gonna go through like so many different areas of money. And there's just so much I still don't know. So I'm like really looking forward to that because it's it's really like, I feel like a lack of power and control, like not knowing that. And it's really frustrating, like, cause it makes me feel stupid not knowing when it's like, 
I'm not stupid. I just have never been taught. Like, how are you supposed to know if you've not been taught? So anyways, I highly recommend working with a CPA or a lawyer like to get LLCs for your businesses or taxes because when I first started, I went through like LegalZoom and just like found these websites that would help me with like my wholesale registration number and I really really screwed things up and you also have to make sure you're compliant with like the laws in your states and every state is so different and I totally understand that not everyone has the money to like hire these professionals but I think like if you could like get the money together I think that is like so important to do it correctly because honestly the amount of time wasted fixing the issues that I had to deal with caused so much stress and anxiety and honestly like my time is valuable as well so I just think so 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 worth it so to answer number one success like how did I get successful (laughs) it's these again this is going to be a long episode so like dive in you know, pause it if you need to, get a notebook up. I do everything like in my notes app or Trello or something like that. So anyways, what are the major steps I took in my business to ensure their success? So success, like I said, is different for everyone. Like I knew since I was younger, I wanted to own a business. I wanted to be a buyer. I wanted to be a boutique owner. I was heavily, heavily inspired by the Hilary Duff movie. And I just like wanted to be in fashion and I did a pageant when I was 10 and there's like a video of me that says like, I want to be a fashion designer and a model when I grow up, which is so funny because I have no recollection of that and I do both now. So it's like so funny to me. It's a manifestation there at 10 years old, but I wanted to go to the Drexel to be a buyer. I was a mentor, mentee under a boutique owner in, co- in like high school and I was just always super fascinated in that. And also both my parents are entrepreneurs. so. I didn't exactly know that I wanted to do that, but I kind of like, as I got a little older and then, you know, when I was interning and things, I was like, I definitely like, I could see myself being a boutique owner. Like I love this idea, but then, you know, sustainability was more talked about. And I was like, I don't want to start a business that's not sustainable. Like that does not align with me right now. So that's why I kind of put it off for a really long time. And also like I had no money. So, um, and I started modeling when I was 16. And then when I got back into the business and it like started doing really well, I actually had money to like start a business. So I really sat on the idea for like a long time, like probably like a full year before I ended up like really doing anything and then ended up getting the LLC and then a whole other year to actually like launch it. So this is like four years in the making and then also like 10 years of dreaming. So like nothing happens overnight. And I think like a lot of us, even me in the beginning, I got really like in my head of like, why am I not like, like how am I not gonna be like as far as like, I always, you know, kind of compare it to like Urban Outfitters cause it's just like, I don't know, it's always been like really fantasized in like at least my hometown and people I went to high school with. And it's like, there's such a big company now. It's like, I always kind of had to ground myself back of like, I'm not gonna, I don't have the marketing budget of like an Urban Outfitters. Like, so I can't be an Urban Outfitters yet. Like, what am I thinking? And I also don't even want that really. So anyways, I'm rambling, but the amount that I like wanted to have in my bank account to launch Ava was like a very specific amount of money. And to be completely transparent, that number was $10,000. And I knew that with this amount of money, like I didn't like fully know cause I've never like really been amazing at budgeting and doing things like that, but I'm working on that narrative and learning, especially in this new course, they have like a whole budgeting like, you know, section of it. But anyways, I knew that this was probably gonna be enough money to like buy the product, buy the packaging I wanted, hire a designer, and then also have like a reserve in my bank for like any fees or anything that came up in the future. Like, you know, hiring like an artist for collaborations or like Shopify fees or whatever. Um, and when I started in 2020 during the pandemic, like I knew, okay, I have this amount of money in my bank account and I was not touching it during the pandemic. And luckily I got rid of my apartment. I was living with my boyfriend's family. Like I had like basically no overhead fees and then I was getting unemployment. So I was just saving all this money. And then I had the money in my account for Ava. So that was just sitting there for me to be ready for it. Like I was acting as if I don't have this money, like this is in a business. And so when I really like when COVID happened and then my modeling career was like basically at a full stop, I had so much time on my hands and I knew like, okay, it's kind of now or never. Like if I don't do this, I don't know when this will happen because the reason like 
there was a lot of reasons, but why I hadn't started like in 2019 is because I was incredibly busy with modeling. Like there was no time for me to like be talking back and forth with designers and, you know, sourcing materials for like the boxes and all this sort of stuff that I had to figure out and like finding wholesalers. There was no time. Like there was so much work involved with like setting up the back end of the Shopify, getting wholesalers to like, you know, agree to work with me and like setting up the, the measurements of the boxes and getting a designer who I had to talk back and forth there for a while about like what are our stickers gonna look like what's the tape gonna look like what's all this sort of stuff gonna look like like there was just no time so again this is a lot in the making and a lot a lot of effort and a lot of time goes into starting a business and that's why like I never want to scare anyone of like it's so much work like you can't do it like you 100% can do it anybody can do it it's just a lot of time it's expensive but there are ways around it and honestly I think the world of TikTok is honestly really exciting because it's like you have so much free information at your fingertips. Like there is so much advice on how to start a small business on TikTok for free, which I think is really cool and exciting for like, especially the younger generations. Like the world is really your oyster. Um, so yeah, anyways, like there was never really a guarantee of me doing this to be successful. Um, and you know, I started end up doing like a, um, like a network marketing thing during COVID and any, everyone would always say like, this is how much it costs to buy this product. And you know, yeah, it seems like a lot of money, but like blah, 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 whatever. And I was like, I like minimum spent like $10,000 on my business. Like that's kind of just like a guarantee. Like you're gonna be spending like a decent amount of money to start a business. And there's never any guarantee that like the product's gonna sell, like whatever. It's like a massive gamble on yourself. and. I knew that I just had a lot of time and I knew that I wanted and was probably going to make mistakes and I wanted to make them early on for when like the time I did grow and I did get busier with modeling because I always was being like optimistic that it was gonna like return and be successful again because I've been doing this for like a decade. I was like, there's no way that this is like literally like not gonna come back. I mean, of course I was kind of scared, but I was really hoping that wasn't gonna happen. So I had a really good structure and a lot of systems in place to like manage these businesses to ensure that it was successful, especially as it got busier and, and I got busier. So in my mind, success is basically having a passive business, ensuring that my marketing is like happening daily. I'm getting daily orders, like consistent orders. I have, you know, a good community that's like creating word of mouth for my business. I have good customer service and things like that. And that definition of success is probably going to change like for the rest of the business because my life, you know, is just going to change so much. And, you know, yeah, like your idea of success just changes all the time, like depending on, you know, your life situation. Um, and I'm really happy with the success right now because it's really going in an upward trajectory. And I really don't feel like I need overnight success or like hundreds or thousands of sales overnight because honestly, I think that would ruin my business because I would not be able to handle it and I would not be able to fulfill those orders in a timely manner. And all the things I just said that make, you know, my idea of success is like, I would have horrible customer service. I would never be able to like answer that many emails in like, you know, a month span of time with everything else that's going on. So I'm really happy with like the, the trajectory that it's going because um, I, uh, oh, sorry, to really answer the question, like right now I have really good wholesalers. Like it's really easy for me to buy. I can buy on net 60. They're really good at communication. I, you know, they curate things for me to give me recommendations for products or like high sell through things. I really, really like, this is actually something I really want to like hone in is like during the pandemic, like, you know, heavy lockdown into the net last year and some change. Like I've, I knew that, okay, I'm not making consistent sales. Like that is not really happening for me yet. I'm growing. The only way for me to grow is to create a loyal community that like are brand ambassadors for me you know, I have recognition, I have trust with my customers, and I basically like make friends. And from that, people have like found me to feature me in their newsletters, on their blogs, be on their podcasts. I've also been a vendor at a big yoga retreat and I did really well there. Like, and all the people that shop there are now like my community. And it's a, it's really helped me with word of mouth and just creating like trust with my, with me and my business. And I've really, really utilized social media marketing. So 
I went to college, I have a BA in communication studies and graphic design. So basically by the end of my career, I mean like my college career, I was specializing in like social media management and like graphic design. So like I know this world and in like heavy quarantine, I did a lot of research. I was absorbing as much free information as I could. I took several courses from reputable people. So, and I'm also constantly re-upping like, okay, what is the new thing on social media? Like, what are the marketing tactics? What are people doing? What's not working? Like all these things, like I'm constantly learning and I don't wanna not learn. Like, because I want to have that control. Like, even though eventually I wanna hire other people, I want to be knowledgeable about what's happening and not just like, rely on somebody else like I want to be the one that has to like gets to manage other people and tell them like what I think is best and then they you know they can do their expertise and job and do that but I kind of don't like the idea of like not knowing how to do something at all and outsourcing it it's just that I maybe don't love to do it you know what I'm saying so for example Instagram 93% of my sales come from here and that basically creates just like it's like on autopilot and it's specifically because of the shop page. So at first, like most general consumers, when they update it, like Instagram updated it to have the shop page and, you know, they changed the format and people were kind of annoyed by that. That has helped my business so much, like, like overnight success helped. And a lot of times my products end up on the explore page of the shop page. And like my friends have told me that that's how people have told me they found the business. And, you know, Shopify is great with like the analytics where I can see and I'm telling you the 93% of the sales come from there because that's the analytics that I have. And then I have like Google Analytics set up, you know, I have everything that's like working smarter, not harder and like looking at the analytics. Okay, like what is actually doing well and what's not doing well and like let's continue doing what's doing well. You know what I mean? And then I've been on Pinterest for like, I guess like a year and a half now, like really strategically, like I've been on it since like high school, but strategically. And that has like a long lifespan because it's like really like an SEO, um, you know, it's like a search engine. It's not, it is social media, but it's more a search engine and the lifespan of a post like does a lot better. And then I connect my shop page to Pinterest and that's how I get a lot of monthly views and recognition and I get sales from there. I also have a newsletter, so I'm less productive here because I just like, it's not my biggest like revenue, um, I can't speak. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, it's not bringing as much revenue as, like, I would want it to, which obviously is because I'm not being productive there. But Instagram is, like, holding my business. Like, that's doing so well. So I know that it's, like, not life or death if I don't handle this newsletter, like, once a week. And I'm working on that. And I just really want to, like, grow the list, which I do have a great list. And my open rate is really high. And I also really don't like sending a lot of salesy emails. But I want to own a list. Like, I, from the beginning of doing this, I was told by lots of mentors and just people on social media that, you know, you own your list. Like no matter even if you're selling something yet, just capturing people's emails for them to be on your list, like you own that list. You don't own your followers on like Instagram and TikTok and things like that. Like that's owned by TikTok and Facebook and Instagram or like Meta, whatever. And like, for example, like in the last year, I think it was like two times that, you know, Instagram or like, you know, meta with like everything, like Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp was down and nobody could communicate. So it was like, if you had a launch for the day, all this sort of stuff, like nobody would have known. And if you had the email list, it's like, you own that. So you could, you know, send out a sales email of like, hey, this launch today, like here's an exclusive discount code because like, LOL, Facebook's out again, go shop this. And that's super important to me. And that's worked really well. And I don't just use that for Ava, I use that I actually am way more consistent, which I just realized I forgot to send it out or set it up for today. So I'm gonna do that after this. But I have a template for like my, I kind of like pivoted a little bit because I was using, so I have the one for Ava and then I had my one for my like consulting design business. But now that I'm not focusing on that as much, I'm using it more as like my personal newsletter. So I have like a template. I send the same one every week of just like, you know, hey guys, hope you had a great week. Like, this is what you maybe have missed. Like, these are some life updates. This is the podcast episodes I've launched. Here are some TikToks, here are some reels, here are some discount codes. And then I have like a link, like, okay, listen to the podcast or like submit a question. And that's the same exact template that I send out every single week on there. So I'm really about like working smarter, not harder. And then I like loosely use Facebook because I have it all set up. Like that's where all of my business accounts are connected to. And then I just auto post when I post from like Planoly 
directly to Instagram and Facebook. So that's just kind of like on autopilot. And sometimes I get sales from there and like I get a lot of likes and the engagement's pretty decent. So yeah, it's kind of like there's no extra harm in work doing that because it's like literally auto posting. So from all of this, I now really like get reach out to from companies who are interested in working with me, whether it's like for marketing, design, wholesale, stockist, influencers, or like me being an influencer or being on people's podcasts, like things like that. It's because like I've created a community. I'm out there. I'm marketing myself every single day. I'm constantly talking about what I'm doing so people know what I'm offering because I love the quote of like people don't buy what we don't talk about. That's super important. Um... But yeah, I majorly got in my way for like a while. And then when I got out of my way and I just started and like did it, like, you know, you just have to do it, literally just do it. So it didn't look as good in the beginning. Like most businesses don't. Like if you go down to people's Instagrams who are super successful now, their Instagrams probably looked like shit in the beginning because they like didn't know what they were doing. But the thing is, is like, you just have to start. Like you have to stop getting in your way and being a perfectionist. Like, trust me, I know, like, could you imagine if I started the business in 2019, like where I'd be right now? Like that's, then that's three years. Like my two year anniversary is August 20th. Like I c- couldn't imagine where I'd be in three years. And it's like, you can't have experience unless you, st- unless you, you cannot have experience unless you start. So anyways, when I had less product, I was just making like templates and I was using Canva and I was having like major shiny object syndrome and just using all these different templates and getting all excited. And when I look back, like it looks so shitty, like it looks so bad. I'm like embarrassed by it, but I'm like, I want to show like the actual, like I'm being transparent. Like this is where we started and this is where we are now. And then eventually, like, even though I'm a graphic designer, I hired a designer because I literally couldn't get out of my own way. And I was like, this is the inspiration. Like, please help me. And she helped me so much. Like, I had the logo. I had the colors. But she helped. And, like, I think I had the typography. But she helped me with, like, stickers, with poly mailer designs, with our tape designs, with our website, like, banners and stuff like that. And then, like, a bunch of social media templates. So I used that for a while. And then... Now it's just like a lot of UGC, which is user generated content or content that I take of it, stuff from my wholesalers, whatever. And occasionally I'll make social graphics for like holidays, announcements, quotes, whatever. But honestly, like I'm not that hard on myself because the UGC does so well, especially with like the shop page and like tagging the product. And then that like acts as Pinterest. Like that creates like the longest lifespan for posts. Like I have this one that does so well and I get likes on it like weeks after posting it because it's just coming up on the explore page and the shop page and people are seeing it so really mostly like besides the ugc and stuff i'm trying to focus on reels tiktoks a lot of video content because like now you can tag the products and that's just like a nice way for people to interact and like video does so much better like statistically it just does people have shorter attention spans it moves fast good music whatever And then, you know, I try and get reviews on my site. I highly optimize Shopify with their add-on apps like Yotpo for my reviews and things like that. And there's just a lot of different Shopify things that help me tremendously, like auto sending out um, messages. If somebody abandoned their cart, they get an automatic discount code. And I have this new company called Catch that I'm working with for SMS marketing. So there's like a pop-up that pops on my website and then it captures the you know, the phone number. And then I also have a pop-up that is like a little chat box that you get a discount code if you put your email in. And then I get the email and then you're on my newsletter list. Like I am all about like, what is the word? Um, Like creating funnels. And so they like automatically do things because again, I'm working smarter, not harder. Like I cannot be attentive to everything 24 seven because like I said, doing other businesses, need to sleep, need to be like, you know, in my relationship, I need to, I want to be with my friends and like, I need to have some social time. Like I cannot be present 24 seven, especially if I do not have an assistant or something. So to sum it all up, this took all about like two, three years to get into place and we still have such a long way to go, but now I'm much busier with my career. And this is exactly what, like what I wanted because I'm pretty much on autopilot with everything. And I really have like worked out those kinks when I started, like the first day I launched, like I had the shipping messed up and people like couldn't even buy the product. So I lost out on some sales and I was just like, of course. And like just stuff like that is gonna happen. You're gonna make mistakes, but I'm so glad that I made like most of my hopefully biggest mistakes like in the beginning. But 
you're always going to make mistakes. There's always going to be things that you're going to learn from. And I'm just glad that I like have that structure. And I also have like thicker skin now and I'm more adaptable. And I also just like, I, I know more, like I know what questions to ask and all those sort of things. Um, and then last thing I just remembered additionally is that I did actually hire a VA, which is a virtual assistant for two months to really help me get clear on how to like reach out to influencers. And then she helped me create like a wireframe for me to keep all the influencers organized because I think I've said this before, but because I am a content creator slash influencer model, I know like how much money can be made in that field. So I had this like block where I didn't want to reach out to people and ask them to do like PR and gifting exchange, which like is totally valid like I even do PR and gifting exchange I just like I didn't know the verbiage to use and I was having just like this huge block so she really helped me and then I forget like again guys I talk to so many people with work it's like I confuse the conversations that I have but I you know I have now had influencers reaching out to me on a daily basis where it's almost become overwhelming where I have like a wait list of influencers which is like amazing and I don't like I don't even know how they're really finding me to be completely honest but it's great because now I have the infrastructure and the wireframe to really manage those influencers. So now it's all just like bing, bang, boom. It goes into this chart and then that's how I keep it organized because there's no way if I didn't have that, that I'd be able to keep it organized. Remember who hasn't posted yet, who's got it, all that sort of stuff. So gosh, I need a drink of water. Hold on. Oh my gosh. I just realized I'm going to take a breath. We're going to do that right now. Okay. Breathe all the way out your mouth. Breathe in your nose. Hold it at the top. I'm super nasally. And breathe out your mouth. Oh my gosh, my nose is so stuffy. Okay, number two, how I'm managing the businesses. So I kind of answered this question in the last question, but I rely heavily on my community. If you're new to the podcast, I was in Germany and the UK for two months and I had to fully rely on my boyfriend who does all of my production with his company called Fine Line Supply & Co, which I kind of said before. He fulfills all of my orders through Shopify and makes sure that like everything's put in a poly mailer or a box or whatever. And we really just have a good system. Like because, you know, we're dating, so we like trust each other and I wouldn't just order something without talking to him. I, and I used to work for his company, I know how it all works. So I get an order, I put it into his system. So it's like, the, it's this platform where it shows all the orders that you know have been placed, the price, the color, who it's for, whatever. And then I order the blanks in his manufacturer's system and then he has access to my Shopify. So, and then we also have a bunch of Slack channels to discuss like all moving parts and we're constantly talking about like new ideas, issues that are happening. Okay, yeah, hey, where's this order? Somebody said it's missing, like whatever, we deal with that. And then um, I also utilize my business email a lot. And since I'm the only one managing it, sometimes emails do get backed up. So that was something I said, like success to me is having good customer service. And unfortunately it has been a little harder for me to keep up to it, like on a day-to-day basis. But I I really try my best. Like, and I set up an auto response recently for people to be like, have act like, you know, I basically explained to them like, hey, I'm a solo printer, like I, this is not my full-time job like please be patient with your reply like if you haven't heard back from me in like a couple business days like please bump this message up so i can see it and then i get a lot of influencer inquiries like i just told you guys so now i have like you know number two like bullet point of like hey if you're inquiring about being an influencer like here's this google form where you can go and you can answer all the questions you can upload any like media so like a media kit or examples of your work whatever and it's like automatically replying And really most people are so understanding or pretty understanding that I'm really just a human and I'm one person managing this business that's growing pretty quickly. And most people get it that it is a small business. And like most people who are buying from a small business just like understand it's not gonna operate like a corporation because I don't have a huge budget. Like I am not in a place right now where I can hire like a huge team to be like, managing social media, managing my finances, managing my email, all these things. And people really just want honesty and transparency. I learned that really, really early on. I actually learned that in college and in this like social media class that I took. And I've really taken that with me and I've really always given my customers that. Like I'm not about lying. Like I will almost always tell you what's actually going on because 
stuff happens. Like we're still in a pandemic. Like UPS and USPS are still short staff. Like my boyfriend got COVID the other week and, and he couldn't do anything with the business. So like we, it is what it is, you know? And I also really try and bash things. Like I use Planoly, which I talk about a lot to schedule my content. So if you look at my Planoly, like I have like weeks and weeks and weeks of content like scheduled and captions put in there and like all this stuff. And then Planoly is great where it tells you like certain holidays that are happening. So then like I create content based on that or I write the captions based on the holiday, things like that. Again, these are all systems that have like practice makes progress like 100%. Like this is not something that came naturally to me at first. This has been two years in the making of me doing stuff that is now second nature. Also, I check DMs and emails at certain times of the day. Again, I cannot always get back to people because I also, you know, our phones are attached to our hip now. Sometimes I like, I'm like, oh God, I have, I have messages, go into it. And I'm like, I really can't answer this. Like I'm out running around. Like I need to like check emails. I need to check Shopify. I need to see like the info. I need to find this information. So I can't always just like answer right away, but I really, really do try to. And something I learned by one of my mentors is like, truly how important is this issue like if you could push it off one more day if you had like really really had to because maybe you're super stressed out maybe you're super tired you need to rest or like you have something else going on like just push it off one more day it will not be the end of the world and then again be transparent with the person and be like i'm so sorry like i'm so sorry gonna get back to you like whatever like people are humans like they're gonna understand and if they don't like i don't want them to shop my business to be completely honest and i think that's the beauty of owning a business like I used to work for my boyfriend's company where I would get like really nasty emails from people and I would be like, don't talk to me like that. Like, no, we don't want your business if you're going to talk to me like that. And I don't know, that's like, that's why I own a business. Like, that's why I don't work for somebody else. So anyways, then I have newsletter templates. Sort of talked about that. Um, like I said, I use Google Forms to collect information. So this just like creates a funnel and saves me a lot of time. So I don't have to keep answering the same question over and over again. Cause a lot of times, sometimes influencers will DM me and I'm like, hey, I don't handle this sort of stuff in the DMs. Like, please email me. You'll be prompted to fill out this Google form. And then I will like let you know if we can work together. And again, gonna say it again, working harder, not smarter. Oh my God, of course I just said it wrong. Working smarter, not harder. <laughs> so, you know, I'm the only, I'm only one person. I can only do so much and, you know, I don't have an assistant right now. So it is what it is. So as for the podcast, cause I'm kind of talking a lot about Ava, but like everything, honestly, I do like the same thing for everything. Like I use Planoly for my modeling account. I use Planoly for my content creation. Like I use all of that. And now I don't know if you guys have heard, but you now can use like later.com to schedule TikToks. So I need to look into that because I'm not familiar with later, but I'm like, that would be kind of game changing if I like really batch create content. But honestly, right now I'm kind of like in a thing where I batch create content like the day before I post it or like the weekend before. And like I've been having plenty of content and like that works for me. But I feel like if you were like managing people's TikToks and things like that, that would be really helpful. So I don't know. Never say never. I might do it. So anyways, for the po- for the for this podcast. I batch create my episodes, like I said, I've been kind of slacking on that, but like, I'm always obviously, except for maybe last week, I'm like recording them before it happens, you know, before the day goes out. And I have a huge running list in my notes of ideas, like for episodes. So they're inspired, I'm inspired by like a lot, you'll hear me talk about this a lot, but like I'm a manifesting generator, I never have a shortage of ideas. That's honestly, I think one of the only reasons I can do all of this because I have so many passions. And so for like inspiration, like I'll maybe I'll see an Instagram post and I'll take a picture of it, I'll put it in a note and then I'll write basically like what I'm inspired to talk about. And then a lot of times when I'm driving, when I've been caffeinated with coffee and I'm listening to podcasts or, you know, listening to music and just like my thoughts are flowing, I'll have a lot of ideas while I'm driving. So I will open up my notes app and like talk to text or like open a voice memo and talk about ideas. And that's where like most of my podcast ideas come from. So I just try and like stay really organized with that. And a huge thing, like sort of the same example of like if you have a dream and you don't write it down right when you wake up you'll probably forget it like if I have an idea I need to write it down like immediately or I will forget because I'll have a new idea in like 10 minutes (laughs) so I just try and keep that really organized and like I have a system for it I have a mic I got from Amazon and I 
I didn't even use this when I first started. I think I literally was using like a plug-in little mic to my phone or even just like, you know, like I had said, if you've been listening since I, you know, was in Germany and stuff, I was just recording on my phone. Um, and like, it is what it is. And then I use GarageBand to record it um, just for now. I mean, it's free. I think it's good enough for now. Like, again, I'm trying to like, just do it, like not be perfectionism about it. Um, not have perfectionism about it, I mean. I use Anchor, which is free. I've talked about this before. It and I like it basically houses like my intro in there, my open and close song, my pre-recorded app that I keep adding on, you know, about me time and stuff. And then I have social media templates that I use in Canva. And um, I have a template for like the description of the episode as well that I put in Anchor, and that's where like all the show notes are. So it's like the same exact thing every single time. And then the only thing that changes is like what I talked about in the episode, and like that's in bullet points. I just like really try not get shiny object syndrome like I've talked about this a lot before and just focus on like getting it out there like for now because as a designer as a creative manifesting generator I kind of always want to change things because I have a lot of styles that I like and I for a long time I felt the same way about like my website and stuff and with like Ava templates and I love so many different styles so I'm like I can't always be changing things or like nothing will get done and that's how I used to be like I used to just like see all these templates in Canva and get like so like excited and shiny object syndrome and like always wanting to use new templates and then you don't look consistent it's honestly way more challenging because you're like oh god how am I gonna make this this graphic today but now it's like okay I have three different templates I have three colors I use the same typography like I have a couple different typefaces I use and it's the same exact thing like every three is like different different colors and I have like a whole scheme on my page if you go look and it's just super simple like yeah maybe I want to do cooler stuff in the future but it's like I don't need to right now I just need to get the information out there and mostly I mean like you know I'm growing so I'm like my engagement isn't great and like I'm just posting on my stories having highlights of the episodes and then cross-promoting it on Pinterest and then like my personal account and things like that so again I'm just trying to like create systems that it's really like all it's kind of like copy and paste for everything they're just like different templates and different like verbiage for things because I have different messaging for all of my stuff but it's pretty consistent because it's all like just a part of me you know so anyways number three why did I decide to pursue three instead of focusing on one which I love this question sometimes I ask myself the same thing (laughs) but I think because like to be really simple and think about it like I think like I have so many different passions and there's so many different sides of myself where I felt like it wasn't enough for me to just do one thing because it was like that's just like not all of me like and it's kind of the idea like I don't want to complicate the answer but I've been hearing the thing and I talked about this a couple times of like there's I actually saw this like super super niche TikTok like right before I did this and she was saying like I just feel like, you know, I want to be a designer, but I also want to be, you know, like a makeup artist and I want to be like a nail tech and I want to be a fashion designer and I want to do all these things. And I was like, oh my God, I feel the same way. Like, I'm like, I love, like, (laughs) and I almost like am a little bit delusional where I'm like, I see all these people doing things. I'm like, I could do that. I'm going to do that. And I did that for a long time where I was like, oh, I want to be, I want to be a brand designer. I want to be a website designer. I want to be, you know, a small bit. Like, I was like, I can do all these different things because I love this. But it was like, I was never going to be successful at all of these, like, full-time jobs. So I really had to, like, hone it in. Again, not have shiny object syndrome. And just do the things that made the most sense to me that worked well and cohesively together. And for me, this is where I've gotten. So um, again, it's a little bit misleading of like (laughs) what I was talking about on TikTok because again, I'm not putting all of my energy into all of these. But like I said, I named the five, but just to clarify, like the design slash consultation business, like where I make templates and, and I do consultations and all that stuff, which is Jennifer Larkin Design. I'm not really focusing on that right now because I, when I was in Germany, I was talking to this one, this other girl I met who also works in social media and I was just talking to her and, and I, everything I was saying was like, what am I doing? Why am I doing all this stuff? Like, it's just like taking up so much of my energy and I basically decided to like make the podcast in place of the design business because I was like, this just fuels me so much more and I'm not really like being fulfilled by the stuff I was doing with the business. I wasn't making like enough money where it was like worth it to me to be like putting in all the effort I was putting in. Like 
if I get a, you know, social media template creation client or somebody buys a website template or they, you know, hire me for a consultation or whatever it might be, will I do it? Yeah, probably. But it's like, I'm just, I'm not actively promoting it. And I will say, like going back to one of my points is that a lot of the business I've gotten from that business is word of mouth. So like somehow somebody found me and then I worked with them. They recommended me to someone else. And then that person recommended me to somebody else. I was in like a design group. That's where I got like two of my clients. One of my clients was a recommendation from somebody else. Like that's just kind of like how that world works. Because if somebody trusts you, like most people, you know, they're not just going to like hire a designer if they've like never seen their work or don't have a recommendation. So like that is kind of how it went for me. But Again, I've tried to just like make it as passive as possible and for, you know, like making a brand kit or something like that is not passive at all. That requires so much effort, like creating a website from scratch takes so much effort. So that's why I created website templates and social media templates. I don't, I don't like front facing sell them because it's like very quite time consuming. But if there's a business owner that comes to me as like a small business has no idea what they're doing and I align with their message, like I will help them out and I'll do them because I like to do them and I'm good at it. It's just not something that I like want to be doing all the time. So anyways, that was a mouthful. But again, reiterating really at this point, modeling, content creation, kind of bundling those into two, Ava and the podcast. So again, it obviously sounds like a lot, but they really all go hand in hand. Like modeling, I have an agent. I've also been doing this for literally over a decade. So this is like just such second nature to me, but essentially I don't really have to do anything. Like I am just emailed like, hey, can you show up here? And I'm like, yeah. And then that's really what funds all my other businesses. And that's like fun. That's like networking for me. Also as a content creator, like my whole life is basically content creation. So like um, when I, go to castings and jobs and travel for modeling and things like that like i vlog that maybe we'll take pictures on InShot at at those locations like all of that is content creation and then you know it's just like on down days for like the content creation stuff i might be like pitching to brands i also get pitched to sometimes now that i've been creating con- consistent content for over a year i'm on a few apps like mini social influence influi impact for shops a collective will sometimes send me some things so again, it's it's just all like happened from being so consistent and it's again, just like second nature and everything's hooked up where it's like for all of these like platforms I just said, I get notifications on my phone of like, hey, here's this new job, like apply here or whatever. Um, and then um, also for content creation, like any time, like sometimes I actually like really not I'm currently doing like content days because modeling it's kind of challenging for me to do that because like some days I'll just be like I'll get a casting and I'll like have to show up and then I have like nothing like a no other time for anything in that day so sometimes it's hard to do that but also I'm a professional model so taking photos for me is very quick because like I know my angles and I'm just like okay let's do this let's do it quickly and get it over with so when I like go out for like dinner drinks like whatever I'm dressed up. I'm wearing an outfit. I don't, I'm a pretty casual person, so I'm usually, like, not wearing makeup during the weeks and, like, wearing very casual clothing. So when I go on the weekends, like, that's my time where I'm dressed up. So, like, I'll just have my boyfriend or my friends take photos of me, which literally might take, like, 10 minutes. And then I also use, like I said, like, Lens Buddy, and I'll just, like, go out and create content. Like, sometimes it's better than others, but sometimes because I live near a national park, like, especially in the summer, and I get like newly and stuff, I will just go and like take an outfit, use my tripod, use lens buddy, take pictures for like 45 minutes or something, and then it's done. And like, that's my content for like the rest of like the next two months, honestly. And then I just have to like, you know, go through, pick the photos I like, maybe like adjust the lighting or something, if it's like too overexposed or something like that, or not exposed enough. And then I put it in Planoly, schedule it, do the caption. Again, it's just like second nature at this point. And then for TikToks and stuff like that, like I, again, talking about the manifesting generator all the time, I have so many ideas like in Trello, in my notes, like saved in TikTok itself that I almost have like too many ideas right now where it's like, there's just no possible way I can get to all of these. So I made a TikTok about like how I created like three days of content ideas in 30 minutes if you guys want to go watch that, but it's in regards to Trello. And then I made the whole TikTok, I mean the whole podcast episode about TikTok. So go check that out if you're curious. 
Um, but yeah, that just like incorporates all areas of my life with so, like vlogs, trends. I do a lot of transitions from like getting ready, inspirational content. I'm doing like the Caffeine with Jenny series and things like that. And then also like the podcast is on social media. I've been trying to do better about TikTok, but you know, it's on Instagram and things. And like I said, like I have that formula and that's like really like three hours max a week with podcasting. And to be honest, like Ava is probably the most time consuming. And again, I knew I wanted to have like a standalone business because it's like, it is my baby and I love fashion and product and marketing and photography, design, all those sort of things. And that just kind of like, mesh together <laughs> and I have a great community and that's been it's like the business has been like really good slow growth so it doesn't feel super overwhelming to me right now so like just to reiterate it's like not all of this like started at the same time like modeling was like very um I would like established when I started all this stuff and then like content creation I was kind of like already doing that I've just like gotten better at it and now I just like, none of it really overwhelms me because it's just like fun and it's just like, this is just what I do. And, and I'm like a really efficient at it. So like I was at this like party yesterday and we were talking about TikTok and I was like, oh yeah, like I've been taking a vlog here the whole time. And they were like, what? I didn't even realize. So it's like, I'm like inconspicuous. I'm quick about it because not everybody likes to do it. And I also would never like just you know, take videos of somebody's like face without asking them. Like I do a lot of just like, of the area and then I'll just like talk about it, take videos of myself and stuff and then I'll just like vlog about it. Um, so yeah, I think like if I was hearing an episode like this and hearing someone like doing all of this at once when I was just starting out, I would kind of like freak out a little bit and feel like it's impossible and maybe have some like imposter syndrome. But I promise you, these were not all happening and starting at the same time. Like you are so capable of doing this. Like if you put your mind to anything, you can make it happen. Like there are ways around it. Like I said, get on TikTok. I've seen women like start like really amazing businesses with like a thousand dollars. And again, like if I were to start differently, like I don't think I would have needed $10,000. I would have not buy, bought nearly as much product in the beginning. I would have done a lot of like the made to order that I'm doing now. And I would have probably started like influencer marketing earlier, gotten on TikTok sooner. Like there's a lot of things I would have done di differently. So like learn from my mistakes. So anyways, you have the systems, you have the community, you have structure, time management. That is the answer to how I do it. Um, and again, just reiterating manifesting generator. I have a lot of ideas and this is kind of just like what I've settled on that like lights me up. And truthfully, like I wouldn't even say that the consultation biz is like happening like I said, cause like I replace it with the podcast. So that was a mouthful. We're at an hour. This is not as long as I thought it was going to be, but I hope that this was helpful. Like I, I really hope that answered the question and like didn't overwhelm you, but more was like inspiring that like you can do it yourself. And I think like if I would say anything and give you a piece of advice is like try not to absorb too much content. Like maybe just find like a couple people that you can look and like follow and then like follow their lead a little bit. Like for me, the people like honestly kind of the one person I look up to and trust and like only really take her advice now is Ashley Pollard. So team AP consulting and she's the one that launched me time. And then also like self-made babe is really good. Kenzie Madsen's really good. And just like trying not to be like inundated with information because everybody is really saying the same thing but saying it a little differently so i think really like truly what you need to do is sit with yourself and think like what do i love what am i passionate about and how can i monetize that and start really small like if you're trying to start a, like a product-based business like start with one product one hero product like my protect your energy sweatshirts that like i sell like that's my like hero hot selling product and I, like, that's not what I bought. Like, that's made to order. Like, all my other inventory, you know, that's just, like, extra fluff. But, like, have your hero item. Like, whether it's, like, pearl necklaces or, like, whatever it is. Like, there's something about you that stands out and that's, that's like, your hot sauce, you know? <laughs> like, that's what's gonna, like, make you stand out because you're you and you're unique. So, anyways, I would say try not to overwhelm yourself because... That is what I think creates imposter syndrome because you almost like lose your own vo inner voice where you like almost kind of 
at this at least i'm speaking from my own experience of like i almost was like what are my own thoughts like do i feel this way do i want to be doing this or is it because everybody else is telling me i should be doing this and once i turned off the noise and honestly unfollowed a lot of people muted a lot of people that were doing a lot of the same things i wanted to do i just started doing it for me and what i thought was best at that time with obviously strategy and planning and ideas and stuff like that but sometimes you just like there's only so much like information you can consume before like you're quote ready like you're probably never going to be fully ready you just need to start like was i really ready to launch on august 20th 2020 no definitely not (laughs) but i was like if i don't launch this freaking business this day like i'm never gonna do this so hope that inspires you i'm always here always 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 to answer questions like one of my biggest passions is to help small businesses like truly i love it so much like i really hope this is helpful and i hope that you know past episodes have been really helpful with like the pinterest marketing and all the marketing stuff so let me guys let me (laughs) you can see it's been over an hour let me know if you guys have any questions please feel free to fill out the google form with questions for advice about literally anything like from modeling, content creation, just like mindset, you know, periods, birth control, like we've been talking about, acne, like anything with business, like I'm here to chat always. So I know that was a lot, but I hope it was helpful. Um, Again, probably not going to have an episode on Thursday. We'll see what happens just because I have the casting in New York tomorrow and then the job in Atlantic City and then my sister's birthday's on Thursday. Like I just feel like probably not because i'd have to record it right after this and like i need some water (laughs) um so we'll see what happens anyways the point is it's your business you make the rules life happens people will understand just be transparent the world won't end and i believe in you love you guys so much as always follow us on instagram or tiktok at attracting abundance or a abundance podcast on tiktok get on our newsletter to get updates about Really like my personal life, but also episodes and things like that. That'll always be in the show notes. And again, ask questions if you'd like to. Okay, guys. Love you. See you next time.